0: To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com tapiphone
1: I'm Jen Cutter and welcome to Daily Tech Headlines a Week in Review. Sony announced it intends to acquire the game developer Bungie for $3.6 billion. Sony says the company will remain an independent subsidiary and will be free to self-publish and reach players at its discretion. Bungie was founded in 1991, acquired by Microsoft in 2000, with Halo made an Xbox launch title, went independent in 2007, then signed a 10-year publishing deal with Activision in 2010, ending the partnership in 2019. In Sony's earnings report, it disclosed that roughly a third of the $3.6 billion spent will go towards "...deferred payments to employee shareholders conditional upon their continued employment and other retention incentives." Sony plans to pay out these incentives for several years. Remaining funds will directly purchase private shares of the studio. Spotify published its platform rules outlining its policies on dangerous, deceptive, sensitive, and illegal content. These rules were previously used by Spotify internally and not made public. Spotify said content violating its rules could be removed from Spotify, with repeated violations subject to suspension or removal from its service. The company will also work on adding a content advisory on podcast episodes discussing COVID-19. Apple now allows developers to publish unlisted apps on the App Store. These can be shared with private links and will not appear in search. This isn't meant to be a replacement for its test flight beta system, and there is no invite-only mechanism for unlisted apps. Developers can also request to move published apps to unlisted. Google announced Workspace Essentials, a new free tier for its productivity tools suite. On top of standard tools like Sheets, Slides, and Docs, the plan includes 15 gigabytes of storage, supports Google Meet calls with up to 100 participants for up to 60 minutes, provides access to the space's work collaboration tool, and chat. This free tier lacks business account Gmail integration and has a cap of 25 users per Essentials Starter team account. Three days after Politico's report on Crisis Text Line's data-sharing relationship with Loris AI, the nonprofit has ceased the arrangement, asked Loris to delete the received data, and updated its terms of service and privacy policy. Last week, Crisis Text Line defended the practice as ethically sound, and that data was not personally identifiable, though security experts note this anonymized data set could potentially be traced back to individuals. The company states, we are grateful for the feedback from community members and experts. Belgium's data protection agency fined IAB Europe, an association of online ad companies, €250,000 saying the group's transparency and consent framework tool violates GDPR. In addition to the fine, the regulator ordered IAB Europe to issue a series of remedies to come into GDPR compliance. Twitter expanded its test of downvoting replies to a global audience, with a test soon available on the web, iOS, and Android. Users do not see downvotes publicly, as they are used by Twitter to algorithmically show relevant replies. Twitter found in its initial downvoting tests the feature improves the quality of conversations on Twitter. In Q4, Meta earned $3.67 per share, below analyst estimates, but beat on revenue of $33.67 billion, up 20% on the year. Facebook reported its first decrease in daily active users, losing roughly 500,000 on the quarter to 1.93 billion, with losses greatest in Africa and Latin America. Meta's Reality Labs broke out numbers for the first time, generating $2.3 billion in revenue in all of 2021, but with an operating loss of $10.2 billion. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority fined Meta £1.5 million for violating an enforcement order in place while the regulator investigated its merger with Giphy. Meta failed to disclose that three key US employees left the company, required under the order. The CMA fined Meta £50.5 million for breaching its rules last year and ordered the company to unwind its Giphy acquisition in November. SpaceX announced a new high-performance tier for its satellite internet service called Starlink Premium, available in Q2. This will use a high-performance antenna that can perform better in extreme weather conditions, offering download speeds between 150 and 500 megabits per second and upload speeds up to 40 megabits per second. The antenna hardware costs $2,500, with services at $500 a month. FCC Chairwoman Jessica Rosenworcel shared a proposal that would extend the protections of the Telephone Consumer Protection Act to cover ringless voicemails, requiring telemarketers to obtain recipient consent to use automated systems to call a mobile number. The agency will hold its next open meeting on February eighteenth, though it is unclear if it will hold a vote on the proposal at that time. Josh Wardle's Wordle, the viral daily word puzzle website, has been purchased by the New York Times for an undisclosed low seven-figure sum. In a Twitter statement, Wardle says when the game moves to the New York Times side, it will be free to play for everyone and that he was working to preserve current wins and streaks. For more discussion on the tech news of the day, subscribe to the Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com, where you can also find the show notes and links to every headline. Please remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines on your podcast service of choice. From everyone here at Daily Tech Headlines, thanks for listening.